0: This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast, where men come to get over themselves so they can get to the next level for their health, wealth, and relationships in ways we never thought possible before, doing it together as one. Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jason Wright. Guys, it's been another week. Another week's in the books. What have you done this last week? What have you done to make the most of your time, to make the most of your growth, your development? Or was this a week where you decided, not this week? I'm a little bit more comfortable with the pain that I'm experiencing behind closed doors than the discomfort that may come from working to progress my development and my growth and my evolution to be able to become a much better version of myself. If that's you, if you were that last guy, why, why did you want to wait? Why did you want to take the week off? Was it because it was hard? Because it was scary? Because you might have to face some shit that you're not really comfortable facing. Because here's the trouble with that. Sometimes it's really easy to, to say, even to yourself, that you're doing the work. That you're identifying where your shortcomings are, where the weaknesses are. But you're not really getting to the root of it. You're getting to the version of it that sounds like it makes sense something that you can feel better about telling people about your growth discovery. Because the real pain, like the real hard shit that's down deep, maybe you're just still not even willing to shine a light on it yet. Right? It's so multifaceted. It's so layered. It's so buried down there that you're just getting to you know, the, the levels that are sitting on top of it, thinking that that's the problem. And you identify it, you figure out, oh man, well, I I totally self-sabotage stuff because, you know, I think I'm too hard on myself. Okay, well, that's not really a discovery. <laughs> that, sometimes that doesn't even make sense. What I mean is, What's down below that? You know, what's the, what's the shit that if you kind of think too much back on it, you can't start to talk about it without tearing up a little bit? You know, that little lip quiver, the voice wants to break a little bit? What's that? Because that's what you got to get to. Guys, in this episode, we're going to talk about how everything that's wrong in your life is your fault. Everything you're not happy with right now is your fault. Anything that you feel like you're not getting that you deserve, it is absolutely your fault. And I know you might be thinking, Doc, dude, you don't understand. What she did to me was so messed up. She broke my heart. She took this. She did this to me. She cheated. Right, Or it might be a boss that you've had before. That asshole did this, and he screwed me over, and he constantly held me down. Or it might be a business partner. That guy robbed me blind, he sold me on a lie, he got us in deep with some bad shit. You might be mad at yourself, in some ways, after you had to go to a doctor appointment, and he's going... Hey man, your cholesterol sucks. You know, you've got to start doing something about it. You're carrying way too much weight for your frame. You're starting to develop chronic back issues, hips, knees are going bad. Your shoulders aren't what they used to be. Are you exercising? Well, no. And instead of kind of looking in the mirror, you're wanting to blame that doctor for being an asshole because he told you straight. He just told you what you needed to hear. That's his job. So all those kind of scenarios, they're your fault. I'm not nearly as wealthy as I hoped I'd be by now. Totally your fault. And why do I say this? It's not as a way to try and shame you, to try and make you feel bad about it. But it's a way to try and get you to look at it differently, to see it as you're no longer a victim of your circumstances unless you choose to stay one. Let me repeat that. You're not a victim of your circumstances, the things that have happened around you, to you, for you and against you, unless you choose to stay a victim. Victim mentality, it's holding you back. Maybe instead of looking at that relationship, that series of relationships, that relationship maybe with your kids that keeps you up at night because you've been a shitty-ass father or a shitty-ass husband or just a bad man, not evil, but you've not been a good person. You are a good person, you have that capability, but you've not treated yourself and other people in a manner that a good person would treat themselves. That is on you, whether you stay the victim or you choose to be the victor. You can overcome it when you choose to see it differently. Sometimes you have to, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom. And I get that, you know, for your eyes to really be opened. Sometimes you have to. But I'm telling you right now, like if you're, if you're noticing these things and you're not wanting to hit rock bottom, you're wanting to kind of turn the car around before you get there good. That's what you need to do. Because I'm telling you, hitting rock bottom sucks. (laughs) It sucks. But there is no, there's no worse yet no better feeling at the same time. Because you realize, okay, everything that I'm choosing to do, every way that I'm seeing myself in the world has to change. Because I can't keep doing it this way. There's something really liberating about that. So right now, your circumstances are totally working against you because you're choosing to let them work against you. And this isn't some woo-woo, frou-frou bullshit. You know, it's all in your head. You got to turn around. Well, yeah, it is. But, like, it's not easy. It's simple. It's not easy. In what way can you see that relationship that scarred you in a different way to where, you're, where you stop blaming her? This doesn't mean go too hard the other direction and just blame yourself for everything. The real truth lies somewhere in the middle. Be willing to accept the fact that you Even if you got massively screwed over, you played a role in that. You allowed things to happen along the way because you didn't want to upset the apple cart and you didn't want to establish some boundaries. You didn't want to stand up for yourself. You didn't want to establish yourself as a confident man in the relationship. Not condescending confident, okay, know the difference. And that slow drip of water over time eroded away at the foundation of that relationship because you didn't want to plug the hole early on. When you can start to see that the ways you were responsible for that relationship falling apart, maybe you can take some responsibility and say, man, this is one I never should have gotten into. You know, I ignored the red flags in her and the red flags that the relationship brought out in me. I ignored them. Okay, things happen for a reason. Now you've learned from it. And if you're not learning from it, you're going to repeat it. Because what you're going to do is you're gonna jump right into another relationship because there's somebody that seems nicer, that seems like they're different than what you'd had before, and because you don't like feeling alone, and because you don't like the feeling of how badly you're wanting to beat yourself up or work hard, hard, hard to try and get past it, and you're just trying to cover up one emotion with another. You're trying to cover up pain and sadness with some sort of temporary happiness. And I'll tell you what, guys, if you don't work on getting to the root of the responsibility that you played in that other relationship, going to shit and dealing with all the, the negative emotions. So to where that way you can make peace with them and learn how to start living in a different way, then the next relationship's just going to turn into the same thing because Trauma bubbles up to the surface. Pain always comes up under the surface. Whatever you've been trying to sweep under the rug, you're going to trip over that mountain when you're walking through the room. It's a matter of time. You're playing with, playing with fire. Good luck. I hope she's the one. I hope this one's the one. But be prepared for the fact that she's not, and she's a rebound, and you're using her. Get to the bottom of your shit. Realize the ways that your unhappiness with relationships, past, present, or future, is your fault. And it's your responsibility to deal with it, not hers, not your hobbies, not your morning ritual. It's your responsibility. All right, so what if it's a business partner? You know, what if it's a friend? What if it's some other relative? Right? Oh, they stress me out so much, man. I can't even deal with them. Well, that's a simple fix. Either one, work on trying to figure out how you can change the way you see that person. And how maybe they might not be out to get you, but instead you're looking for ways to be victimized. Or two, eliminate the source of the pain and frustration. Sometimes you have to come to the realization that some relationships are not worth saving, no matter what they are. Some relationships are not serving you. They cannot be salvageable. And they do not need to maintain a position in your life as you continue to try and go forward and grow and evolve into A better version of yourself there's no amount of charity cases out there that are worth you sacrificing your mental well-being your emotional well-being your financial well-being just to try and tie yourself to some egocentric way of i can fix this person well bitch it's been a couple years man at least how's it working for you Instead of making their life better, have you, in reality, made your own life worse? So stop blaming them for that, right? Maybe it's something they can't help. Maybe they're not willing to ever, they're not going to see the issues that they cause. Some people are just toxic. And you can either choose to keep drinking the poison and telling yourself it's okay dragging yourself down or you can decide to say you know what this is no longer serving me and it's only holding me back and bringing me down and it's adding stress to my life in ways that can be very damaging and harmful in other areas of my life and I've got to move on. Or maybe it's your your health, you know, maybe it's the way that you take care of your body. Stop blaming everybody else for it. Yeah, okay. I might not be the biggest fan of exercise because I had a coach that was so hard on us in strength and conditioning that it scarred me from ever wanting to push myself. All right, well, it's time to identify that and make peace with it. Why didn't you like being pushed? Where did that come from? Was there some other relationship from somebody that you respected years and years and years ago that was pushing you and you didn't like it because you felt like maybe nothing you did was good enough? And so instead of trying to work through that, you're trying to run away from it. And meanwhile, you're running straight to the pharmacy. You're running straight to the operating room. Because guys, I'm telling you, your body is something that has to be maintained. And it unlike a, a car, it can be improved without adding a bunch of new pieces. <laughs> if you get to it before it's too late, it can get it. It can be a very, very, very costly asset or liability in your life. Fitness is expensive, eating healthy is expensive. Well, try being sick. It doesn't even compare. Does not even compare. So, you might have an unhealthy relationship with food, right? You might try to run away into eating or drinking because it makes you feel good, right? It's about the only time of the day where you feel good, where it bathes your your brain, and chemicals that make you feel great for about 30 minutes. And then you're back to feeling like shit. No one else knows about it, but that's how you're feeling. So what are you running away from to where you're running to something that only feels good for 30 minutes, but is potentially killing you over time? Anything in excess is bad. Anything. You know, guys, take care of your health. It's nobody else's fault that you're not in shape, that you're not healthy. It's yours. You're choosing to play the victim role. Today, that stops. Take back your life. Take back control. Work through your shit. Stop seeing everybody is out to get you, or this is just my luck. It's not how winners think. And that's not how men are trying to work up to the next level of their growth think. It's just not. Each time you grow and you change and you ascend and you become better, it's a painful process. It's not seamless because you've got to deal with old demons that you didn't know were there. Before you make your house look better, you got to go through and sort out all the junk that doesn't belong there anymore. Sometimes that brings up sad memories. Sometimes that brings up unpleasant memories. But once you finally haul that crap to the street for the trash pickup and it's finally gone, you're like, wow, I feel like I can breathe a little easier. I feel like the sun shine a little bit brighter this morning. Absolutely. Stop holding yourself back. In any of the big three areas we talked about today, your romantic relationships, your business relationships, or your other friendships, and your health, just know you can do something about it. You don't have to wait on somebody else to give you permission, for somebody else to start being a better person to you, to somebody else to start treating you differently for things to finally turn around. You're in the driver's seat. Time to start driving. Love you guys. That's it for this week's episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. If you like this episode, please share it out on your social media platforms. Share it with your friends. Just tag me in the post. Becoming a Better Man on Instagram. There's underscored between each word. It's not all one word. You will see the cover of the podcast as the profile picture when you look it up. And share it out there, guys. There's more guys that need to hear this, there's more guys that need to grow. Growth is not a shameful thing that we need to do in secret. It's a thing that we need to do together proudly and let the world know that we're trying to work on being better versions of ourselves. That being said, appreciate you guys more than you'll ever know. Thanks again. And until next week, Dr. Jason Wright, signing off. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, Please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode, as well as taking a screenshot with the tag becoming a better man. So that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities and their families.